The bigger a business becomes, the easier it is to create better margins to make more money. This is a way that you could define the phrase economies of scale. With economies of scale, there are cost advantages and efficiency advantages that can be had by larger businesses compared to smaller businesses. So in this episode, we're going to look at examples of economies of scale and how it can actually be safer to go bigger. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. When people decide to start investing in real estate, the go-to thought for them is often investing in real estate through a single-family house. You buy one house and rent it out. That is a very common starting point. As a matter of fact, that's how I started in real estate. And there are different reasons that people do this. One may be capital available. You just only think a certain amount of capital can go so far. Or maybe you don't know how to analyze a bigger deal. Or it might just feel safer because there is seemingly less risk when you just buy one single-family house to rent out. But I want to tell you why the economies of scale principle says that there is more risk on just buying one single-family house compared to a fourplex or even a 100-unit apartment complex. With the single-family home, long story short, you are either 100% occupied or 100% vacant. There is no middle ground. So there could be a couple of months where a tenant moves out of your property and you decide to renovate it, or even if you're just relisting it immediately. Well, during that time, you have no income coming in, but are really maintaining the same expenses that you had before when the tenant was in the property and you were collecting rental income. So just a couple months or even one month of vacancy can really hurt your returns for that year if you just have one single-family house. Compare this to a fourplex. If you have one vacant unit, you are still 75% occupied. Or even look at a 100-unit complex. If you have 10 vacant units, you are still 90% occupied and collecting income from those 90 other units or whatever the percentage is. But you also benefit on the expenses side of things when utilizing economies of scale. Because what about 100 single-family homes compared to a 100-unit apartment complex? Same number of units, and while the occupancy can be matched, the next issue that comes up is operating the deal as well as the repairs. For example, with 100 single-family homes, you have 100 different roofs, 100 different locations where management would be spread out. So you likely then would have to pay more to get that extra help that is needed compared to a 100-unit complex where you maybe have 10 buildings with 10 units each in each of them, so you only have 10 roofs to worry about and one location so you could have a full-time leasing agent and full-time maintenance help. All this in turn helps lower your expenses 
giving you bigger margins and more cash flow. The dictionary definition for economies of scale is a proportionate savings and costs gained by an increased level of production. So you are saving money from going bigger. Now, starting with a small investment, I do want to say that that is still not a bad idea. You learn that way. That is great. That's what we have currently in our portfolio. We have smaller properties because we like having more control as we don't have to bring in extra partners. But it's important for us to think about how to utilize economies of scale in your future if investing in real estate. But this principle also applies to businesses. And I should say that operating real estate is kind of like operating a business. But this principle is the same with businesses because think about this. Why is Walmart able to have lower prices than maybe a local market? Well, they are able to benefit from the economies of scale. For example, Walmart can have lower prices for their products like bananas or frozen food, whatever it is, because they don't have to make as much money per product that it's sold. Their margins can be smaller since they have a larger quantity being sold. So unless you are able to go direct to the seller, whoever is selling that product, you can know that the bigger the store is, the likelihood uh, is greater that they are going to have lower prices compared to some local market that is selling a comparable or equal type of product. I can also give an example of kind of firsthand how our short-term rentals are starting to benefit from economy of scale. So we use different softwares for different operation procedures like management or pricing our units, and it just helps us automate a lot of the business. But the more units we have, the cheaper those subscriptions become. For example, with the management software, if anyone has one unit or one, call it Airbnb or short-term rental on their platform using their software, it's $30 a month. But then units two through four are $25 a month. And then units five through 10 are $20 a month and so on until you're like at 100 plus units and it's only $5 per month for that individual unit that you are using the software for. Even an internet bill. If we have multiple properties, like we have a fourplex and a house adjacent to each other, where all those properties are able to mooch off the same internet source. So the expenses are reduced because we don't have, I guess, five different AT&T is the internet provider out here, but we don't have five different AT&T bills. We just have one that they're all able to mooch off of, and we just kind of juice it and make sure that we're paying for the right amount of speed that we need to make sure all of the units have fast internet. So that helps reduce our expenses, or those are a couple of ways where our expenses are reduced. So we've been able to start seeing some of this firsthand, some of these benefits from the economy of scale. We aren't where we fully want to be yet, but we're trying to get there fast because we understand that the bigger that the business becomes, the more it helps lower our expenses and increase our margins. So we've talked about how economies of scale can help on the financial side by receiving more cash flow by lowering your expenses and increasing the size of your margins. But the other benefit of economies of scale is that you can build your team to help free more time. So if you start growing a business or a real estate portfolio or anything like this, I believe your first goal should not be to pocket more income, 
but to build your team to make it more and more efficient and passive. A mistake I think people make with growing is that growth just equals becoming busier. And then what happens is you reach a limit and you can't grow anymore because you would start losing efficiency. Maybe you have a lawn care business. Well, you can only mow, call it, I don't know, 50 lawns a week. You can't take any more clients at that point. So you have to figure out how to expand your business. You can probably manage four Airbnb units for yourself. Clean them, do everything, manage them, talk to all the customers or the the guests, and you may even make good money just from doing that. But you're going to be capped if you don't start to expand your team, build your team, and utilize the economies of scale. To take that lid off of not being able to expand and to go to another level, you will have to get a team of cleaners, maybe hire a manager, Hire a bookkeeper to take care of your accounting. Take care of all of the things that you normally would take care of and start firing yourself from those jobs, so to speak. And while this is taking money from your pockets, it frees up your currency of time so that you can start figuring out how to expand and become bigger. The phrase economies of scale is a confusing phrase on the surface level, but it is an important definition to understand. You don't have to start with something big, but your goal should be to become bigger to be able to utilize more and more the benefits that come from economies of scale. It will help a business owner or real estate investor to passively make more money as well as gain more control of your time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at MoneyVisionU. We look forward to catching you in the next class.